name of Jesus. Amen. And the Lord of Ages, we want to appreciate for the privilege you have given to us to see the first Sunday in year 2013. That we say, be in the name of Jesus. We thank you because you are always there with us. We thank you for all that you have done for us. That we say, be exalted in the name of Jesus. Be that glorified Lord in the name of Jesus. We thank you for all you have been doing in this church, oh God. We thank you for all that you are doing in, in each department, in the choir department, in the Sunday school department, children department, men's department, women department, in the technical department. That we say, be exalted in the name of Jesus. Be that glorified Lord in the name of Jesus. That oh God, we ask for forgiveness. We pray that you will forgive us all our sins in the name of Jesus. We need the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Power to prosper, part to raise the release of Lord in the name of Jesus. We come in today, serving you. Let take control in the name of Jesus. Take the preeminence in the name of Jesus. Have your way in the name of Jesus. That you want to see in our midst, that you come down, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. And manifest your power in the name of Jesus. Take control in the name of Jesus. That you God, we commit all the vessels that you have prepared for today's service. That you God, empower them, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Enable them, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. We pray for auction to function upon them, no release unto them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. All that we're going to do today, let it, let it take on the Lord in the name of Jesus. Take charge, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We come against every power that is contrary to your power, Lord, and we cause them to destruction, Lord. So shall it be, Lord, in the name of Jesus. So shall it be, in the name of Jesus. End of everything today, we leave this auditorium with the abundance of your blessings in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you have done it already. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Amen in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Amen. Our people of God, I want us to welcome ourselves into the presence of the Most High God. So I would like you to welcome at least four people into God's presence. Just send them be highly welcome. At least four people. Tell them they are welcome. Uh -huh. Tell them they are welcome. Tell them they are powerfully welcome. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Praise the Lord. You are welcome in Jesus' name. I pray as we have come, we will not go in the same way in the name of Jesus. Uh, without wasting much of our time, I would like to call upon the choir for the praise and worship section. So, choir, you are welcome. Round of applause unto Jesus. Round of applause unto Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for everything. Okay. Thank you because it is by your power and by your grace that we are here in your presence. Not to mourn, but to celebrate Jesus Christ. Thank you for the Sunday first service. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All the glory must be to our God. For He is worthy of our Thank you. 
the year 2030, come and clap your hands together for the Lord. You can do better for the Almighty. It's the Lord has spread your life, my life up to today. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm so happy to be in God's presence this morning. Let me see you wave your hands in the air. Hallelujah. Amen. We shall continue today's service by singing from our hymn book, hymn 7 to 6. Psalm 104, verse 1 says, O Lord my God, thou art very great. O worship the King, all glorious above. O gratefully sing his power and his love. Oh, 
I want us to praise God this morning. You see, one thing I believe is the mouth that praise God will never get dumbed, and the legs that appreciate God will never get crippled, the hands that praise Him will never get withered. So, I want to use every single thing that God has created with you to appreciate God. And I pray as you be doing that, the Lord will declare heaven opens concerning you in the realm of Jesus. I said the Lord will declare heavens open concerning you in the realm of Jesus. Amen. A song six. It's only you, Jesus. It's only you. It's only you, Lord Jesus. It's only you.
and glory and praise for us all. Today is a glorious election day.
For someone to pray, I mean, but it is not possible for you to pray and praise, I mean, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, that it is our praise and our worship, let me accept trouble in the name of Jesus, let me accept trouble in the name of Jesus. 
when we pray and we resort uh, and the result that we are expecting from this praise and praises is not to resort as from today begin to resort in the realm of the spirit as from today begin to resort in the realm of the spirit the lord will uplift you in the realm of the spirit i said the lord will lift you up in the realm of the spirit i said the lord will lift you up in the realm of the spirit the lord will make way for you in the realm of the spirit as you are going you are kicking tapping whatsoever that you lay your hands upon there will be prosperity in the realm of the spirit i cannot even say that i there will be prosperity in the realm of the spirit socially in the realm of the spirit whatsoever you bind shall be bound in the realm of the spirit whatsoever you move shall be moved socially in the realm of the spirit whatsoever you request for shall be granted unto you in the realm of the spirit you will laugh in the realm of Jesus. I say you will laugh more than quickly in the realm of Jesus. I say you will rejoice more than quickly in the realm of Jesus. The Lord will make this year your year in the realm of Jesus. Crown my year in the realm of Jesus. Our years are in the realm of Jesus. So shall it be in the realm of Jesus. So shall it be in the realm of Jesus. So shall it be in the realm of Jesus. So shall it be in the realm of Jesus. So shall it be in the realm of Jesus. So shall it be in the realm of Jesus. As you are praising God today at the end of year 2013 at the last sunday of year 2013 you will be among those praising him in the realm of Jesus i that is too small i say you will be among us praising god in the realm of Jesus so shall it be in the realm of Jesus because i know for sure that last sunday last last day of this month is going to be on the same day i say as we will be praising god at the end of this year last sunday of this year you will be among us in the realm of jesus i say you will be among us in the realm of jesus you will not die in the realm of jesus but you will fulfill in the realm of jesus and you will have testimony in the realm of jesus i say you will have testimony in the realm of jesus thank you because you've gone ahead for in jesus marvelous name we are praying amen 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 in jesus name Praise the Lord. You can do better than that. Praise the Lord. I know that you are still you can still do better than that. Praise the Lord. Shall we be seated? You are blessed in Jesus name. Round of applause unto Jesus. Amen. I say amen. So without wasting much of our time, uh we like to call upon Ah uh, the glorious choir amen. amen for their glorious song so choir you are welcome and of our person to Jesus If you are clapping clap the more for Jesus If you are clapping clap the more for Jesus Hallelujah It's a statement of fact our daddy was emphasizing on 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 Tuesday when we came for the um the new year celebration day and and it is confirmed by the bible we said there's just a step between life and death on 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 first around 
seven between seven and eight i just said okay let me just check the comments of people on facebook you know yes but the first thing i saw i said took my phone was a friend um dp uh, and he and he said and i i i started chatting with her and he said ah the person died yesterday night what a painful this what a painful that and i said ah hey as if that is not enough i saw another one R.I.P. I said, ah. So this thing is truly true. It is just a step. It is just a step. And when we were not looking at it, how do we go about this? Our attache first, you know, that's why I'm being first Sunday. It is not because we know how to pray. Those people can pray more than us. But God's grace. Somebody say God's grace. God's grace. Somebody say God's grace. God's grace. And that is why the choir have come this morning to say, He kept me. Only because of his grace, I wouldn't let go. Hallelujah. May you be listen may you be blessed as you listen in Jesus' name.
disfrutará de algo más Hasta el día que yo descubrí que tu life I don't know My price was that we bought Price was money on the wall I So let's go
again, God beginning the establishment of the covenant. Let me tell you another thing about 13. 13 means it's a time of new beginning. Let me tell you one more thing about 13. 13 means a time of forgetting the past and holding on to the new. I want to declare to you today as another group of the most high God before ascending the month of 2013, month of January of year 2013, you are entering into a realm of ascendancy in the name of Jesus. I want to bless the name of the Lord for the choir. It's as if they, they were with me when I was waiting upon God for to speak to the people of God today as if they know what God has laid in my mind to preach about. And the topic I want to speak to you in a few minutes is start with what you have now. Start with what you have now. You know, most of the times we only look at what we are expecting God to do. Most of the time we only hinge our anticipation on what we are expecting from God. Whereas the one we have possessed already is a starting point. Whereas what God has endowed to us is enough to open more doors. But most of the time we still wait. Say God, until this, until God did this, until God do this before I can move on. Whereas the one He already done is already to open more doors. Turn your Bibles to the book of Second King. Chapter 4. Look at somebody beside you and say, Start with what you have now. Tell him, Oh, I don't wait for more. Tell him, Oh, I won't matter what you have now will bring more. Most of the time, what we have is enough to open more doors. But because we refuse to utilize them, it remains redundant. Most of the time, we pray, we fast, and God gives us, we are expecting 20, but God said take one. And God is expecting you to utilize the world to bring more, but we continue praying. I remember about 30 or 17 years ago when I started the ministry and we started a church in Adwekiti. By then we have about four or five members. I will continue praying, God bring more people. God bring more people. I continue moving from one mountain to the other. There was a particular day I was at the Kedjarakeji lying down and pray. Lord, I want people from the north, from the south, from the east. So they God now called me, said the one I've gave to you, the few people that are there, have you utilized them to bring so that they, their lives will bring more people. Look at somebody once again, say start with what you have. Many of us go that put out a particular gift with you. Maybe God gave you a, a, a gift and you can interpret it dream easily. But you will be looking for the time that you won't utilize that word. You will be waiting for where you can say and people will fall. 
And why you are anticipating that you will neglect the one you've got. And the one you've got will not grow. The one you've got will die. And you will not be able to achieve the one you are aspiring. Why? God, the Bible said in the book of uh, Corinthians, He said, he God gave it to everyone so that every the church might be profitable. Is to bring profit to the kingdom of God. But listen to me. I'm, I was talking to a pastor during the week we met at a meeting, and I told him, I said, it is one of the signs of the end time where many people think church is only meant for miracle. It's one of the signs of the end time. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, he said when the time is imminent, he said people will be running for miracles. He said they will be showing signs and wonders. He said there will be false Christ. There will be false prophets. And that is one of the signs of the end time. Listen to me. Miracle is not the end of Christianity. It's just a means to an end. Miracle Many people rush to church today because of miracle. And I can tell you categorically, listen to read your Bible very well. 99% of those that receive miracle through Jesus Christ are not his disciples. They never followed him. You will remember vividly there was a time where God where Christ healed 10 lepers. After they received their healing, they went away. Miracle is like when you go to the hospital. When you go to the hospital and the doctor prescribes some drugs for you and you use the drug, you go back home, you won't go say because doctor prescribed drug for me and I'm okay, I will sleep in the hospital. It's not possible. You go back home. That's how miracle is. It's not the end. It's a means to an end. And I want to tell you today, many people today lose their focus in Christ because they are not ready to start with what they have. Look at somebody who says, start, start with what you have. Book of Second King, chapter 4. I'm going to read from verse 1. 2 King chapter 4. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha. Listen to that. Listen to that. The woman that cried was a wife to a prophet. That is, the woman had inherent relationship with prophecy. The woman has something that initiated her to to just set the Lord. It's not. She's not an unbeliever. She's not an infidel. The Bible said one of the wives of the sons of the prophets. She cried unto Elisha and she said, "Thy servant, my husband, is dead." She's talking to Elisha now. That is my my husband, who is a prophet, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be born men. What happened was that when the prophet was alive, the prophet owes a lot of debts. And the prophet died. So those the prophet owes now said what will happen is that we are going to take your two sons. They will be working in our farm. Until they were able to repay the money their father owes. 
Hmm. I continue. I, the Lord, shall send unto her. What shall I do for you? Tell me. This is where I'm going to. Elisha said, What shall I do for you? Tell me. What hast thou in the house? What do you ask at home? Listen to me. Listen to me. The woman has at home what can pay her debt, but she never knew. How many times we struggle for what we got that already give it unto us? What can make us to excel in life? How many times we have there with us, but we are still struggling? It's like someone that went to the farm and killed an elephant. And he carried the elephant, but it's too heavy for him or her. And he said, please help me, help me. Four or five people gathered to help him or her to carry the elephant. And as he was going, he saw a rat. And he, started, he dropped the elephant and he started pursuing the rat. How many rats can you take from an elephant? The woman had a tomb what we pay her debt, but she never know. Listen to me as you are going in your journey of 2013. You have enough within you to make you fulfill the purpose of your creation. God has deposited in you what can make you to fulfill your destiny. It is not the person now you can utilize it. The man of God said, what do you have in the house? Ask somebody beside you, what do you have? Listen to this. Listen to this. What that woman had in the house to her is meaningless to her debt. Am I speaking to somebody? Brawale, what that woman had in the house to her, from her own perspective, from her own idea, is meaningless. Assuming she realized that what she had in the house as a value, she won't rush to the man of God. And look at the her reply. He said, she said, thy heart made at not anything. <laughs> look at that. Thy heart made at not anything. Why? She never realized that oil as something that is useful. She classified that oil to be nothing. She said, Thy servant made had not anything in the house except a pot of oil. Let me tell you all those things in your life that you classified as irrelevant in the year 2030, God is going to cause them to be relevant for your destiny in the name of Jesus. I mean, sorry, 1993. I was in a particular mountain in Nigeria to pray with one of my friends, a pastor friend in Akure. He's in Akure now. I think this year, by God's grace, he will visit us here. We were in a mountain called Ikoyi. Both of us went there to pray. 
You know what both of us went for? We say we want power. So that when we say people will fall. You know that is what is raining. Amen. So that when we are saying the name of Jesus and I face this side, all of you will scatter the chair. <laughs> and when I face this chair, ah, we started praying. Remember that we were there on the seventh day for seven marathon fasting with one power. On the seventh day, someone came to us. Those of you that know that mountain very well, they don't allow women to go to that place. It's only men. So a man of God came to us. This was an old man. We lie down under a tree. And you know, because it was a marathon. No eating, no drinking. We are weak. Then the man just came to us. He said, in Jesus' name, we pray. Both of us say, amen. We open our eyes, we look at him. He faced my friend. He said, God said, I should tell you if you like, die here. <laughs> the ministry I gave to you is ministry of writing. Go back and continue writing. He looked at me. He said, well, How are you? I said, I'm fine, sir. He said, You spend 80 days here. Nothing will happen. He said, the ministry I gave to you is the ministry of my word. And the man left. Brethren, we refused to stand up. <laughs> we said, God said, ask and it shall be given. Then we continue. On the ninth day, both of us started shaking. We quickly begged people to help us make water. By the time we will leave the mountain, we are we are we are as skinny as, as anything. And up to today. No miracle. But one thing I now note that the two of us, one thing I notice that my friend he wrote one book nineteen ninety-five. The book was just about twenty-five pages. Just twenty-five pages. And he came to me, said he has no money. We gather money together, gather money together, and he published just 200 copies. Only one single person bought the 200. That's not the miracle. The person that bought it now give it as a gift. One of the person that now collected the book, read it, and now came to my friend and give him, he gave him money to produce 5,000 copies. And they carried off those books and he took them to America. We are asked, if we are still on the mountain praying for miracle, the miracle will not come. What am I saying? What you have is enough to make you to fulfill your destiny. Why can't you use it, utilize it? Most of the time we only look for we only look for quick quick way. We are asked for every success there is a root. 
The woman had the pot of oil at all. But she disvalued the pot. She disvalued the oil. <laughs> and that oil is enough to pay her debt. But the man of God said, speak to her. I said, okay, what do you say? You have not. I said, no, I have nothing except a pot of oil. Verse 3. Then he said unto her, Go, borrow vessels abroad of all your neighbors. Empty vessels. Borrow not a few. <laughs> and when thou art coming, thou shalt shine thou upon thee and upon thy son, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. What the woman had in house is enough for her to pay her debt. But she continued running elter scatter. Let me quickly tell you this. When you don't utilize the one you've got, you will continue running for lesser one. And immediately you are running elter scatter for the lesser one, the one you have will be useless. Because immediately God discovered that you didn't use it, God will give it to another person. Then you will become empty. That will not be your person in the name of Jesus. If the gift God has given, have you? Do you know? There are some gifts that we think they are useless, and God give it to some people, and they God they utilize that gift, and it becomes something in their life. How many of you ever come across some people in Nigeria? They call them dance drama ministry. The people call them a fasule. The first day I met this guy, I was just interviewing. And he said, the day is going to start, he starts with his younger brother in their sitting room. He said he attended drama school, but he was thinking, how am I going to enter and beat those up there? Man Zion is there, Vom is there, a lot, numerous. He said, so in their sitting room, he said, they were, he was just joking with his brother and they were singing and dancing. Then somebody just said, say, yeah, that is what I want you to utilize. He said, when he told his brother, his brother said, you are stupid. How can that bring something? <laughs> he said, his brother said, you better just let's go and pray so that we forget this and start go and start a church since you said God called you. He said, he went to go and pray. God said, he didn't ask him to pastor a church. You know many people today, God called them. Immediately they say, God is what to God wants to use me. They don't want to wait for how God wants to use them. Hello? Immediately say, God said, I want to use you. Then he quickly rush. He won't wait for the person taking that want to use him to tell him, This is how I want to use you. But immediately he had God want to use me. Then he will rush. The first he started looking for where to start a church. You know, there are many people that God only called them. He said, what I just want you to be doing is remain in your room, in your house, and be praying for my ministers. You know, there are many people like that. I once I, I read the book of T.L. Osborne. T.L. Osborne conducted a revival, and illness and miracle happens. Unfortunately, before he went for that revival, he never prayed. So he said, after the miracle, he got to me now and said, ah, Lord, you surprised me, oh. I didn't even pray. I didn't even fast. 
Even the miracle that took place today can't be compared to when I even pray and fast. Say God said, okay, see that. Let me open your eyes. Say God now open his eyes. He now saw three agad-looking women in the bush. God now revealed that woman to her as far as South Korea. And the women were in the bush. They were old women. They just continued mentioning his name and praying for his ministry. And God now said it is the prayer of those people that did the miracle, not you. But you know those three women? Many will not say they as if they are working for God. Am I speaking? Many will not value them, but God sees them and know that it, it was the women that were doing the miracle, not their husband. What am I saying? They said, the one God that he put in you is enough for you to move ahead in the year 2013. Stop complaining. Stop looking for more. That one you've got is enough. The man of God told the woman, he said, okay, you said you only have one pot. He said, okay, go and borrow more pots, as many as you can. And when they borrowed the pot, he said, put it in your room, close the door. Same day you close the door, just turn the pot you've got, just turn it like this. And immediately she turned it, no one know the source. But the flow continued coming. From one pot to the other. From one pot to the other. The flow continued coming. From one pot to the other. And the Bible said, he filled all the pots and he said, bring more pots. They said the pot is finished. In all the vicinity, in all the city, this woman utilized all the pots for that day. Unfortunately, it was a period there was oil scarcity. Somebody say amen. amen. And the woman, immediately the oil filled up. The Bible said the woman ran back to Elisha. Say, ah, my Lord, the oil everywhere in our house now is full of oil. Even we have no, no place to put our leg. What am I going to do? He said, go and sell. Then pay your debt. And the remaining one started investing in it. Look at somebody beside you once again. I want to round up now. Say, tell him or her, start with what you have. Listen to this. Listen to this before I drop the microphone. God don't use those, as those that are perfect. God don't call those that are perfect. God used, sees the imperfect one so that he will make them perfect. If you are waiting for when you will be perfect before you work for God, you won't be perfect. You will die without working for God. Hello? Don't forget Peter the apostle of Jesus Christ when Jesus was washing everybody's feet Jesus, Peter said ah you can't wash my feet you are my boss Jesus said if I didn't wash your feet you have no place in my kingdom he said don't wash my feet alone head, toe, everything my body wash everything after Jesus washed his feet, that was, it was after that that Jesus was crucified. It was after Jesus washed his feet that Peter met a damsel, a 12-year-old girl, 
And the twelve year old guy said, It seems I know you, you are one of the disciples of Jesus. I said, To hell with me if I ever know him. What will happen if Jesus never washed his feet? When he said, Don't wash my feet, don't forget it was this same Peter after the resurrection of Jesus Christ that told the disciples, He said, well, For your Jesus, he has gone. I don't know when he's coming back. Me, I'm going to fish. I'm going to fish. Me, I'm going back on fishing. Don't forget it was the same Peter Jesus has told him immediately he called him that he's going to make him a fisher of man. He forget being a fisher of man. Went back to the sea to fish. Don't forget it was the same Peter immediately Jesus appeared unto them by the seaside and he discovered that it was Jesus. He threw himself into the sea. And it was this same Peter that preached a message of 38 seconds. And 3,000 men were saved. Don't forget where you see 3,000 men. How many women will be there? <laughs> where you see 3,000 men. When they say 3,000 men, be expecting a minimum of 10,000 women. This was the same Peter. Listen to this. Listen to this. God doesn't care about your imperfection. The only thing that concerns him is your readiness. Once you are ready, he is going to bring you. You know, when I was talking to you about impossibility the other time, I told you that impossibility, the I am before impossibility, is an abbreviation of I am. When you bring your imperfection unto him and he sees your dedication, he is going to remove the I am there and make you perfect. That I am belong to him is I am. He is going to bring out the imperfection and make you the only thing he wants is your readiness. I will not land up this message without making a reference to the story of Matthew chapter 25, where Jesus told us about the parable of the talents. Jesus gave his he told us about the parable of a man who gave someone five talents. He gave another one two. And he gave another one one. The one he gave five utilized the talent. And the one he gave to utilize the talent. But the one he gave and said, I know you are a wicked master. How can you give me only one talent? And my Bible tells me that instead of utilizing the talent, he kept it. Listen to this. Those ones that you have got when you refuse to utilize them, it will be a bonus for other people. Am I speaking to somebody? Those ones God have given unto you when you refuse to utilize them, it will become bonus for other people. And that was why Apostle Paul said something. He said that my ministry to please God or to please man. He said if my ministration is to please man, he said I'm not worthy of being a minister of God. I'm here to declare to you children of God today for your 2030 to be more beneficial than 2012. Start with what you've got. 
Start now with the one you've got. Oh, you wish to start a business, but you are expecting to get 20,000 pounds before you start. I can tell you, you are wasting your time. That 200 pounds you've got can start something. If you read the story of those that made it in life, none of them start in a big way. I was reading the story of, uh, what's the name of this man? This iPad man, Steve Jobs. I, I was reading the story of his life sometimes ago. He cannot finish secondary school because they have no money to pay for his school fees. He was a dropout. Hello? He was a dropout. Then after being a dropout, he didn't say that is the end of his life. Then he started in, in, inventing. He said he started inventing with $15. 15 dollars 15 You know, many of us, we are yet to hit it because we think we can only hit it when it is big. Even God who created heaven and the earth didn't start the creation of the world in a big way. It started with just the light and they rested for one day. It is probably for God to create everything in one day. But he had to start from somewhere. And I want to tell you when God is taking you to somewhere he must take you through somewhere. When he's taking you to somewhere he must take you through somewhere. And where he's going to take you through might not be where you're expecting him to take you through. I'm in Luton now and I live in Milton Keys. Listen to this. There are many routes that I can take to get to Milton Keys. I can decide to go to M1. I can decide to go to A5. I can decide to go to f forces, But they all lead to the same destination. When God is interested in you, he's taking you to somewhere, he must take you through somewhere. But the major problem we have is we are, you just want to get to there without passing through there. And when you are ready to pass through there, you won't get to anywhere. Look at that person sitting beside you, say, start with what you have. year 2013 whether you like it or not, believe it or not you won't see 5th of January again until 2014 if you like fast if you like pray before you see 5th of January it is 2014 whether you like it or not in the 365 days that made the year 5 had gone but if you are still saying ah lord you know there's a song we normally sing in Yoruba. There are some songs. They are, it's very nice, but it's, they are, the words of that song are funny. Fourele dami wo, boya mi oni shope. Fourele dami wo, ope mi akpo jaburata. Because of those of that don't understand language, let me explain. The words of the song say, Try me with good things, whether I will not thank you. The one he had tried you with, what have you done with it? Amen. 
You are waiting for God to make you to be a millionaire when you are hundred near. You didn't fulfill his purpose on that. And you expect him to trust you with millions. He committed hundred is to your hand. Every month, God makes you to be earning 500 pounds. You find it out to pay 50 pounds tight. You are now expecting him to make you be to be allowing you to be making five thousand. You you will become more thief. Your debt will increase because when you supposed to pay fifty pounds, say ah, this one is too much to give to God. So when you are now making five thousand pounds, ah, your debt is five hundred. Ah, ah, ah. And you want him to trust you? Listen to this. Listen to this. I do tell people. Listen to this. Listen to this. Trust. You don't command trust. You build trust. I can't say, Sister Caroline, you have to trust me. You can't trust me until I'm tested. You can't be trusted until you are tested. God tested you. You follow him and you want him to trust you. It's not possible. You are praying, Lord, enlarge my course. The limitation of course he gave you, you never utilize it for him. And you want him to enlarge your course so that you will run away. God, God provide job for me. I remember, was it on 92 or 93? There was a particular woman in Nigeria. This woman was looking for issue of the womb. She had no child after nine years of marriage. So at Elisha Mountain, this woman will always be there. You call program seven times in a week as highly and as high that mountain is. The woman will be there. In the morning, in the evening. After about six or eight months that this woman has been coming to the mountain. Then God just, we were in a program one day. By then I was still young. I was still young in the ministry. So we were in the program. God just ministered to me to minister to that woman. I minister to the woman according to the direction of the Holy Spirit. And just about three months later, this woman became pregnant. By the time she will deliver, she delivered three plates, three boys. And that's when she stopped coming to the mountain. And when you see her, ah, we didn't see you on the mountain. Is this these children? These children are the ones that are making me not to come. So is it the fault of God? I'm telling you today, God is ready to elevate you in this year, but you have to start with the one you have. God, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. God can't trust you. I mean, God can't commit what is bigger onto your hand until he can trust you. It's not possible for God to commit. Listen, God can commit something that is bigger to you. When when you possess smaller one, you are failing God. A friend of mine in Nigeria, where we went for uh, the general council, was telling me that, ah, Pastor, let's pray. I said, hey. I said, oh yeah. Just start uh, conducting the prayer. I said, let's pray. God, I, in my church, in, in this coming year, I want 5,000 members. Pray. I open my eyes. 
I said, I won't pray that kind of prayer. He said, Pastor, what do you mean? I said, at the moment, in looting, I don't have to up to 100. I can't satisfy them. Many a times, some of them want to see me. I'm not available. You are now asking me to pray for 5,000. I will die. Amen. What am I saying there is that most of the time, God cannot commit unto us what is bigger because we are not trustworthy. I read the story of a boxer, and this way I'm going to land up. I'm, I know most of you will know him. There was a boxer years back that reigned in this world. They call him Michael Tyson. Michael Tyson was so powerful that many people were annoyed in watching his boxing. Because many will still be at the gate before they enter. They are finished. Round, maximum round two. Knockout. So many people were annoyed. Ah, we are still at the gate. Yet you enter to watch the boxing. The competition is finished. But it came to a time someone challenged him. And by then he was at the prime of his boxing. Then he changed his name from Michael to Malik. Then someone called Evander Holyfield challenged him to fight him. The first time they fight, Holyfield win him at eight round. Tyson was annoyed. He challenged him again. Two days to the second fighting, pressmen now interviewing them. You know, they interview them. What, what do you want to say about this fight? How do you see? You know what Olivier said? Olivier said, Any boxer in the world can beat me, but not Michael Tyson. He said, If we fight 100 times, I will continue to beat him. Then the said, ah, Why are you so confident? He said, Ah, any fight between me. And Tyson is like Muhammad and Jesus. He said that we continue to beat him. Okay? The day of the competition came. They started fighting. Third round, fourth round. When only feet beat Tyson and is becoming unbearable, he bites his ear. How many of you remember that fight? You know what happened? When he bite, he had the ear cut. A pieces of the ear was cut. And after the fight, the, 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 the cash that attached to that fight then was $20 million. Immediately they finished the fight, Oliphant said, I won't give God tight. He said, I will give God the 50%. Instead of giving God 2 million, he gave God 10 million. Then his promoter was sad. He said, ah, this is too much. All those pastors, you just spend the money. He said, I don't give the money to pastor. I gave it to God. You know what happened? Six months later, one of the oligarchy in Russia was just on his, uh, on his, he was just looking at his uh, archives. He just said, ah, I suppose to put some strange thing in this place so that people that will come, they will see strange, strange things. Then he said, ah, 
he remembered Tyson Bytolifid. And he caught some pieces of the ear. He now started begging that he want to buy that pieces he caught. You know how much he bought it? He bought it for 30 million dollars. That pieces. Why? Olifid was tested and God trusted him. God said, okay, I will enlarge your coast. You know, many people, they pray, they don't receive answer because God knows that I can't trust this one. Lord, give, Lord, I want money. God knows that if he gives you money, that is when you will remember that there must be, you must go to party every Saturday. God knows if you if he enlarge your coast, ah, Victoria Akishi is a problem. We'll be closing. They, even you will allow Yaremi or Gaulu to sleep. 3 a.m. You are still there. And you are saying, God, enlarge my coast. When you pray in the church, ah, there is this particular girl that I love in our church. If God gives me money, I will sure. God enlarge my coast. God knows if He give you money, you want to be running after the guests. God say you, I can't trust you. You know, you know, many many people cannot receive God blessing because God knows. You know, we only look at the action. God look at the motive, and God will not judge your action. But you will judge the motive behind your action. Okay. Then I say, we are going to give to God. And you are coming. Then you are, God is good. He has come in well. Oh my soul. Rise up and praise the Lord. He has given me. So that people will see that you are donating 20 pounds. And you are not only donating that 20 pounds, you are only donating so that people will know that you still have more. And sometimes you want people to know that you have more, then you do it like this. It shall be permanent. It shall be permanent. Hey, what the Lord has. And the person beside you is has no job. Ah, that one we say, ah, Lord, you are the one that created this. God is not that money you are giving to God. God is not judging it, but God is judging the motive. You know, I do tell us the sin that Adam and Eve committed at the Garden of Eden is not the eating of the fruit. It is normal for them to eat. It's not that that's not the sin they committed. They ate the fruit, fine, but the sin they committed was the motive behind them eating that fruit. When God told them that they are going to die, they didn't touch the fruit because they don't want to die. But immediately the tempter said, No, you will not die. Your eyes will be open. And you will be like God. Ah. So God is duping us. So God is lying unto us when he says we will die. So we will not die. Our eyes will be open. And we will be like him. You mean we will be like God? I say yes. You will be like God. So what led them to eat the fruit was because they want to be like God. And that what I was talking to somebody a few days ago. I said the first problem of man is when you are not contented with whom you are. 
Adam and Eve were not contented with their creation. That is why they want to be like God. And when God was about to judge them, God didn't judge them. God didn't say because you eat the fruit. If you read your Bible very well, God never said because you eat the fruit. God didn't even come to the issue of the fruit when he was about to judge them. Adam, sir, where are you? He said, I had your voice in the garden and I was ashamed of myself because I am naked. Uh-uh. Who told you that you are naked? Have you heard the fruit? Brethren, the answer is supposed to be yes or no. Yes, I did. No, I didn't. That's supposed to be the answer. Then he said, ah, ah. it was the woman you gave to me. That is, since I've been in this garden, I've been on my own. I never ate the fruit. But you, your own, you God, you brought this woman to me on my own. Yeah, yeah. So you brought the problem for me. Then God said, okay. The woman gave it to you. You said, okay, okay. That's nice. Eve, sir. What your husband and Joseph said, hey, it was the tempter that came to me. Snake deceived me. Said, okay. And when God was about to pass the judgment, if you read your Bible very well, God never said, because you eat the fruit. God said, Adam, because you obey the voice of your wife, contrary to what I told you, you know they ran away from the fruit when God said they are going to die. But when the devil said they are not going to die, but their eyes will be open and they will be like God, they rush to it. You know in these days, don't, by God's grace, I'm going to speak to you very soon on the topic God message in a strange language. You know in these days, devil had made sin to be so attractive. When someone is a thief, a dupe. They don't call them thief now. They say, ah, that guy, he has sense. He has brain. He's very sharp. What is that brain? Thief. Stealing. When someone is a fornicator and adulterer, they don't call them just they, they say, ah, he's very social. He's a social guy. Very social. Always you see him or her. Very, very social. <laughs> Making sin to be easily accessible. I want to round up. Oh, our time is fast spent. Look at that person beside you. Say, start with what you have. Tell him why again. What you have is enough to bring more from God. Rise up on your feet. Only one prayer point. You call you just Christ only once. Lord, teach me to value what I've got. 
Listen, people never appreciate what they have until they lose it. Grace can value the word of God. Give it unto me today. You know, there are many people God called them to be to be singing, to have a singing ministry. After they sing or sang for like two years and they made some money, then they started planting churches. <laughs> God didn't send them there. Then they started building churches. They think it is the same thing. It's not. Then gradually the gift of singing will be reducing. And the church will not progress. Because God didn't send them there. I once I once speak with uh, I once have a dialogue with a man of God of blessed memory, Pastor Lawrence Folaha in Nigeria, Nibado, Nigeria. I asked him, I said, ah, Pastor, God gave you the grace. Why can't you just move out of Abalai to go and start your ministry? He said, On four occasions I've prayed, God said, I gave you anointing to be second in command. You know, many people in Bible can speak a tongue a bit. And they can read Greek language very well. Or back it up with Hebrew language. I can beg the mother later. Hey, whoa, you will think he's speaking in tongue. Oh, you will think he's speaking in tongue. He's only reading Greek alphabet. And the one you can do that, they say, okay, what is me? Let me go and start a church. God didn't send them. And maybe you don't know. When God didn't send you to somewhere, he will not back you up there. Close your eyes. Lord, teach me to value what I've got. So that in year 2013, I will be able, I will be able to fulfill my destiny. Teach me, oh Lord, to value what I have got. Are you here, brethren? Are you here, brethren? So that I will be able to achieve. So that year 2030 will be more blossom for me. Teach me to value the one I have got now. My
dos. Then pastor will come to pray over. He said, I cannot do without you. I cannot do without you. I cannot do without you. Holy Ghost. I cannot do without you. I cannot do without you. I cannot do without you. One more time, one more time. I cannot do without you. I cannot do without you. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus. Almighty God, we want to thank you for this powerful message. Uh, I realize that we all have made a mistake because we want to we want to start from a higher level. We no one want to start from the from from just a, a, from the beginning, but we want to just pass the the the, the 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 step and move higher, without even starting from the beginning. Many people are in Nigeria; they are coming going to from one mountain to another, praying, Lord, just take me to overseas, without even inquire, Lord, where do you want me to be? Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for this powerful message. This message is telling us this morning that we should amend our ways. And we should start from we, what we have. We should utilize what we have. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray this morning that this message will have its way in our lives. And today, oh Lord, that you will teach us how to utilize the, the trials, the gift you have given unto us. In the name of Jesus. I pray, oh Lord, this morning, oh Lord, that you will lead us Amen. where you want us to be, Amen. what you want us to do Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. That as from this moment, oh Lord, we will never go astray anymore in the name of Jesus. Amen. All those trials that you have given to us, we, we make us to excel and we glorify your name in our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for our Father and the Lord, whom you have used this morning to dish out this word. I pray that. You will refill him and you will give him more power, more grace, more energy to continue your service in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you have answered. I pray, oh Lord, the, uh, the, the Bible says, not the speaker, not the, not the error, but the doers of the word. I pray that 
both the speaker this morning and we the hearer will be doer of this word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because of our answer. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen.